Hi, I'm Bill. And I'm Anastas. And we are the Uncommon Wealth Podcast. Happy New Year, folks. Happy New Year, and everybody. We're going to bring in the New Year with some bad language like we usually do. Yep. We'll be popping champagne and the F-bombs. Yeah. Uh, we're definitely recording this not on the New Year because we, no, we, we don't have that kind of... Shit to do. That kind of uh, commitment to this. Also that. But we... Wish you guys a happy new year, and yeah. hopefully the world's still around, Y2K style, you know? Hopefully nothing then collapse on us. Do you remember Y2K? I, I remember Y2K. I, uh, I just remember being excited, and then and someone telling me the world's going to end, and I was like, oh, I don't believe you. <laughs> I'm gonna, I don't, it's not going to, re- and I was a dumb little kid, but. Yeah, well, it's more like the internet would end, and all yeah. electronics. But that would lead to fail. collapsed civilization. I mean, yeah, the world would end. I mean, not the world itself would end. It'd probably be good for the There's a lot more signs now that the world's going to end. But anyway, yeah, yeah. on a brighter note, we sound, a little, we sound a little down right now. Yeah. You could, I mean, I guess Let's we turn try- that frown upside down. Well, I was going to say, you know, if, if you listen to this Don't song, be sour. Don't be dour. This is our fun hour. That was really impressive. I thoroughly enjoyed that. I was gonna say, I mean, if if you listen to this on New Year's Day, you're probably really hungover. So we're yeah. we're, we're doing a good we're doing a good thing for you by keeping hungover it, listeners by keeping it mellow, keep right? It mellow, keep it going. Let's fucking turn up, man. Turn it to eleven, five, six. I'm not spinal tap. We're at a four right now. Yeah, we're at a four. We can yeah. we can bring up the energy. Pump well, up the motherfucking jams. Speaking of energy, we're doing the mummers today, and they're full of energy. Yeah, some some not. Cool energy sometimes. Yeah, they, yeah. I've got yeah feelings. I've got mixed feelings about them. Yeah, well, Philly Pride is fantastic. Right, and they are fun. But it's I hate clowns. I, clowns don't bother me that much. They freak me out, big time. It's the other things that. Yeah, yeah, the whole, the whole, you know, being a bad people and racist and yeah, and not having women in there for like a good chunk of their history. Yeah, yeah. a lot, lot, a lot of bad there, stuff. There's stuff to talk about. We'll but, get into it. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll talk uh, about you it. You want to talk about some personal experiences? Some personal experiences, yeah. Yeah, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, New Year's is probably the biggest holiday in my culture. Okay. And, yeah, more so than, than Christmas and, and anything else just because of uh, it, it, was a, it was a pretty secular culture. Mine's July 3rd. J- July 3rd is your? Biggest holiday in my culture. Yeah. The culture of Bill. Yep, yep. Happy, happy birthday, Bill. That's that's. <laughs> in case someone didn't know, that's Bill's birthday, and you can send him happy messages on the third. Uh, <laughs> I hope it lands on a Tuesday, so we have a nice birthday. That would actually episode. be hilarious. I think I, I was born on a Wednesday. I take it back. Mine is July Fest. July July Fest. We should do a, a specific episode on July Fest. Maybe yeah, no one will get it, but no, we'll, but it, the but... more you talk about it, the more it becomes a real thing, and You're the right. more it becomes an, a landmark event in Pennsylvania history. You're right. <laughs> New Year's is is holds a happy place in my heart. You know, it's mm-hmm. more, it's less uh, drinking and, and celebrating and and that kind of debauchery, more of just family time. Okay. In my culture, so I I really have a nice association with it. You listen uh, to Old Lang Syne on repeat. I listen to what? Old Lang Syne. What is that? You don't know Old Lang Syne? It, no. What is this? Ah, oh, dude, we'll, we'll listen to it then. It's a New Year's song. Oh, okay. I probably when know it. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I just, I that's what words. it's called? Yeah. What's it called? Old Lang Syne. Wow. It's English. That's uh, news to me. I, I feel like a fool right now. Yeah, if you don't know it, you don't know it. Yeah, it's, it's no shame in not knowing something. I feel like a fool. I mean, if you want to feel like a fool, I'll call you a fool. <laughs> fool? Have you, have you ever gone to the Mummers Parade? So not the one downtown... Or there is no downtown Philadelphia. Not the one in Center City. Yeah. <laughs> Cringe. I think you mean, do you mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Center City and, and then going down South Street. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, I've been to the Maniunk one, which they used to do for a couple years. It was for Mardi Gras. That was a lot of fun. And I guess they're stopping that now and moving it to Cherry Street. They're like they're just gonna have like bands playing at Cherry Street Pier, uh, the new location. Yeah, the, the new the new festive location, the new place, <laughs> the new. Oof. Well, thing. yeah. I mean, I it's new. I just never, I just never got into them because again, I've mentioned this a couple times, but I have a big fear of clowns. So how did you it, watch it? it terrified me. Did you just like cross I, your legs and? I just, I just bite, bite the bullet and just, just watch it and really be terrified. I hate, I hate, I hate clowns. And like you're getting not, visibly uncomfortable. They're not. Yeah, I'm cringing a little bit. And they're not like some of them aren't super clowny, and a lot of them are. Yeah, There's but, the different brigades, which we'll talk about. And but yeah, I, I have a very negative so association. So like, could you with watch clowns. more back a dinosaur story because there's clowns in it? No, but. Yeah, let's uh, let's get into a little bit of, of the background of Mars because I didn't know where they originated and what they really were until doing some research on it. Yeah, I knew very little. I knew that mummer was also a word for actor. I didn't know that until um, I because mummery, it was the act of mummery, um, mm. is to mimic generally, like murmuring. Murmur, murmur. No, murmuring is this yeah, like murmuring. I'm gonna hit you. That's where they, that's where they came from. That's where the word came from. Mm. Yep. False news, everyone. Fake, fake false false news, yep. <laughs> Alternative facts with Autostas, our new segment. <laughs> but it's uh, just from the research, it, it also pointed out that it was a negative word for for being an actor. Yeah. It wasn't necessarily a positive thing to be, it's to more be called like mummer. F- folk actors. Yeah. Folk plays rather than like Shakespeare. Yeah. So also just, like actors weren't well respected for mm-hmm. a long time. Like most of their history. Mm. In Europe, at least, and and now now they're very well respected unless they're in a certain industry that involves a a pee pee. I respect them, and and, and you know, I'm just saying most people don't respect them. Just pee pee in, in a in a bad place, a bad place. Yeah. Yep. Yep. The bum. It's not a bad place. The bum. That's where poop comes from. The bum. Yep. It's a good place. It's a bad place. But <laughs> woo! Happy New Year, everybody. It's a good place. Yeah. It's, it's, it's Kristen the, Bell's new show. It's it's a good place. <laughs> I don't think it's new. I think it's like three years old, but it's a good place. Oh, man. But there's um, a lot of history in in terms of your culture, your background. Yeah. So Scandinavian immigrants, not so much Danes, but more Finns and Swedes. Oh, okay. Came to Philadelphia. Um, Like, my family didn't come until 1916 and moved on to Carver Street. And that's why that's why Philadelphia's flag is the Sweden the colors, right? Is it? Yeah, Philadelphia's flag is is the yellow and the and the and the blue, light blue. I'm pretty sure that's where it yeah. came from from the from the Swedish. Yeah, that would make sense. There's yeah. tons of like, it's Scandinavian immigrants were like some of the first to come here mm. for from like with pen. Like, it wasn't English people; it was a lot of Scandinavians because um, they were they were Protestants, right? Yeah, and he was just like, yeah, come on in. The thing about the uh, those throwback Eagles uniforms, the the, the, the blue and yellow, that's that's because those are the yep. the Philly flag colors. Yep. Or are the Philly colors. Oh, yeah, yeah, still is. I mean, Swedesboro, Swedesburg. There's tons of. I, I don't think people realize how much Scandinavia is ingrained in Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, because so many Irish and Italian immigrants came later, and even even if you think about just the Dutch out out in Lancaster, you, you think that's like maybe the fourth one on the yeah. list. Yeah, so yeah. it's pretty surprising. Do you mean the Germans? Yes. 
Okay. What did I say? You said the Dutch. Yeah, Deutsch. Yeah. Oops. I was, I was. I'm a fool. I wasn't sure if you meant like Netherlands. No, I'm and a I was fool. Like, That's not, no, 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 not, no, no huge. tulips here. Yeah, they're in New York, actually. The Dutch? Well, yeah, because yeah. New Amsterdam. New Amsterdam. Yeah. But anyway, so Scandinavians brought their own tradition of visiting neighbors on second day Christmas, which was just December 26th. And they, they, I just saw your... You saw my little addition to the notes? Your little addition yeah. to the notes. They, a lot of them lived in Tinicum. Which is spelled T I N I C U M. Yeah, we've mentioned this this little this little hamlet before, but it's tiny cum. Tiny cum. It's yep. It's it's a suburb, and uh, I, I, I laugh every time I see the sign on four seventy six. Every time, love it. Absolutely I, love it. <laughs> it feels so disappointing. My phone battery got to sixty nine yesterday. I went up to somebody was like, "Hey, my phone's sixty nine. Nice. And they were like, "Why are you in my ear? <laughs> Get away! Back away! <laughs> you fiend!" But this. So, or this practice soon extended all the way through New Year's Day. A lot of costume celebrants would parade through the city, which isn't unusual for European Christmas. European Christmas is fucking hardcore. Mm-hmm. Like, in Northern Europe, mm. it's fucking hardcore. Like, they all dress in these crazy costumes, and they have fire, and children get stolen. It's basically a Cirque du Soleil performance, but with, like, jingle bells in the background. Not jingle bells, but More like hymns. Cirque du Soleil with hymns and fire. And like like lots of fire and the genuine fear of death and dismemberment mm-hmm. and candy and shoes. Yeah, happiness. It's the best stuff. At this point, uh, many Scandinavian neighborhoods would appoint a speech director who would perform a special dance and rhyme. And like this is kind of where the most famous mummer rhyme comes from. Mm-hmm. And it's here we stand before your door as we stood the year before. Give us whiskey. Give us gin. Open the door and let us in. Or give us something nice and hot, like a steaming hot bowl of pepper pot. Yay. That's a rhyme I could get behind, honestly. Cute, I like it. It's I happy. I want whiskey, gin, and food at all it's, points. It's a lot like um, trick or treat, small feet. Can you give me something. something to yeah. Yep. Yeah. I yep. wonder if... Because you're masked, you're going about on a holiday. Kind of came... Did yeah. I do it to the same meter? You did. You did it to the same meter, yeah. Yeah. I think so. It flows at the same meter. I wonder mm. if trick or treat... Became a, was comes a from the similar background or same background. More research for us to do. Yeah. Yeah. Or you, the listener. Yeah. Lovely, lovely listener. School me something. Send us an email. Tell us about it. Love me. Love me. I need you in contact. So where does the... Uh, so you touch about the, the, the name coming from the Mummers yeah. plays. And... So, yeah. They came from the folk plays, which were amateurs. Mm-hmm. Plays performed by amateurs. And these were very much an English tradition. And continental Europe as well. And they started to be performed in Philly around the 18th century, so the 1700s. And this was part of a variety of working class street celebrations around Christmas. Because so, yeah, I think like most people, like they didn't have a whole fucking lot to, mm-hmm. to do. So they just got drunk and or did, Yeah, or yeah. to really celebrate because right. you spent back before work reform or, or right. labor reform. Right, you're just reform. working all the time. Yeah. So they just got fucking hammered and celebrated and watched these plays and stuff. So by the early 19th century, these were joined with the earlier Swedish customs. They were there was the plays and then visiting neighbors, and they like to shoot guns in the air on New Year's Day. And there was that gun culture in America goes way back. Yeah, it's it's the OG gun culture. Yeah, that's, that's, that, did that surprise you a little bit? No, honestly, yeah, it didn't surprise me like, at all. No, I thought it might have been fireworks, but like. 
It was good. Well, it's just similar. I mean, it's, it's, it's similar. It's, it's, it's a uh, it's a boom and a bang and a sound. It's an also a cheaper way to do it too, in a more it's accessible true. way. Yeah. It's, I mean, well, everybody had guns. Exactly. So it's it's, it's like miscongeniality. This is Texas. Everybody has guns. I can't believe I didn't make that connection. That it's just like fireworks. I didn't think of that until you just said it. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. I feel like a fool again. I was Bill. Getting, you, know, you make oh, me feel like a fool, Bill. I'm basically a Disney villain, shouting <laughs> fools in lime green fire or smoke at all times. Oh, it's a man. thing. Look into it. I, I I will. So tell me about this about this bell snickling. Yeah, you, did I say that right? You did. Bell snickle. So this is a PA German custom. It's bell snickling is the verb, hmm. but it's where adults will disguise themselves as bell snickle. He's a fur clad gift bringer. Who also carried a switch. He's kind of like Santa, and, but with the weapon, but with an edge. Well, he, he's like Santa and Krampus put together. Taught, or taught, con, me, or taught me love, Rex. taught me patience, taught me pain. He taught all three at the same time. Yep. Because <laughs> this is a tradition in your like uh, in Germany and Scandinavia. It's just like I'm saying Germany, but really it's like in Saxony yeah. and Bavaria yep, and. Right. Prussia. So not, um, not uniform across right. Germany, uh, different regions. And so you get different ones like Connectorprecht and Krampus and Bellsnickel, who all serve kind of the same function of both gift giver and Christmas demon. Keeping kids in line. Right, yeah, yeah and that's exactly, exactly like the adult who came would dress up, they'd wear a mask, they'd have a switch, and they'd have gifts, and they'd question the kid. they'd like knock on the windows, and they'd question the kids, and be like, have you behaved, blah, blah, blah. Oh, the kids man. would be like, so you know yes how, or no, and they either got snacks or they got switched. You know how uh, we have the Santa Claus will give you coal if you're a bad right. boy or girl? I love the idea of, hey, you're going to become eaten by, become food for this demon. Like, yeah. Or, or going to be hit with a switch, which is like the lighter version of that. But right. The Krampus will eat you. Yeah, he steals you. <laughs> which, which I, um, I'm not saying I want it to be a, a function of our North American Christmas now, but I kind of do. European Christmas is pretty fucking hardcore. I kind of like European Christmas because it's all badass. <laughs> with, it's it's with metal as fuck. Switches and guns. Yep, that's it. That's that. Um, well, George Washington was residing in the president's house in Philadelphia. He spent seven years there. John Adams actually also lived there for a little bit right. uh, when he was president, but Washington... I. Last year was in D.C.? Yeah. 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 He moved a lot. Yep. Yeah. But he would entertain New Year's Day callers. Um, and actually, I guess Adams did too while he was at the president's house. So that gave it some legitimacy. And the mummers would continue throughout this period. Um, they'd show up at his house and others in the neighborhood and would continue their traditions of comic first in exchange for cakes and ale. It's a trick-or-treating for booze. It's, yeah. Love it. Which is fucking great. Fucking Bring it. that shit back. And cakes. I love cake. <laughs> Booze and cake. What what a better co- what better combo could you get? Get you all filled up with warmth on a on a cold cold day. Yeah, but it'd be like it's false warmth though. So it'd be it, it would be little mini groups of people. It wouldn't just be right. one or two. It would be I kind mean, of like a little gang, really. Yeah, kind of. So they were any would vary from like four or five all the way up to twenty, hmm. and they go door to door. They would shoot and shout with their. Faces blackened and would perform English-style mummers plays with General Washington replacing King George's character. Mm, nice. Um, and we'll touch upon the, the faces blackened later Yeah, on. that's something we're going to dive into. During the 19th century, larger groups of working-class young men romped about the streets of, on New Year's Day uh, in riotous processions. Mm. They would fire their weapons in the air like we've talked about, They but 
instead of like asking for free drinks, they would go into taverns and be like, "Give us free drinks, or we're gonna fuck this shit." And up. we have guns. Yeah, exactly. And tavern... a little militia, a little booze militia. That's exactly booze militia. Yep. I yeah. Think we just found, I think we just found the title for the episode, but yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> That's so good. Sorry to throw you off there. <laughs> um, but they again often wore blackface, and they just kind of went about. Intentionally pissing off the middle and upper classes. Because, again, you mentioned it was a more working class thing. And that's yeah. kind of uh, still the appeal now of, of, it for sure of is. the Mummers Parade here in Philly. It's more of a... It's not necessarily something you'd want to do out in the cold, you know what I mean? Right. If you, if you, if you had the means... You, I don't you think know. it's something I would take kids to if I had, my, if I had no. kids. No, I don't think I would either. It's, yeah. Uh, um, maybe when they're older. <laughs> yeah, like there's literal piss flowing in the streets. Yup. Drunken piss too, the worst kind of piss. Just like the Eagles Parade. Just like the, I would totally take a kid to the Eagles Parade. I would though. take yeah. all my kids to the Eagles Parade if mm-hmm. I had kids, which yep. I do not. But, but yeah, so to to go back to the mummers, there was uh, there had to be some sort of pushback though, right? Yeah, I mean they were pissing everybody off. It was and you know the upper and middle classes decided enough's enough. So in 1808, they passed a law that declared that masquerades and masquerade halls were common nuisances. And that those participating would be subjected to a fine and imprisonment. Ah, that's pretty harsh. Yeah. Especially the imprisonment part. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's... Well, honestly, though, the imprisonment might be the lighter side of that. Thinking about the fines, they're working class. Right, that's they true. And then you might not be able to pay anyway. And then yeah. exactly. You get them both. Apparently, this was never really enforced. They just... It, they couldn't because... Or it was never really enforced successfully, maybe. Like, they tried to and the cops were kind of like, well, right. fuck what are we it. Right, what going to do? Right, because Henry Muhlenberg, yes, the German Lutheran pastor who helped establish the school, hmm. wrote in 1839 that men met on the roads in Tinicum and Kingsessing who were disguised as clowns, shouting at the top of their voices and shooting guns. And then the law was repealed in 1859. Hmm. So, so it, wasn't, it wasn't a very long-lived law. Though. I mean, 51 years isn't short. That's true. It's a lifetime for a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. Oh, never mind. Take it back. But 51 years of being ineffectual yeah. it would be my guess. Because, like, people are drunk and rowdy. It's real hard to stop them. Especially as, on a holiday, too. Yeah. I mean. And, and most, again, like, probably the cops didn't really give a fuck. It's been in the 1800s. The cops are typically working class anyway. Right, so exactly. they identify more with the mummers. They were just like, ah, let them have their fun. And what happens when you uh, when you try to force something and you realize you can't do it? You join them. Yep. You join and them. And that's exactly what the city did. So by the mid to late 1800s, the city government decided that if they couldn't beat the Mummers, you join them, just like you said. So they had participants form organized groups with designated leaders who had to apply for permits and were responsible for the group's actions. So you had somebody in charge who was like, I gotta stay, like, keep this shit in line or mm-hmm. it comes down on me. Yep, you can't, you can't just go out and, and harass the right. local businesses for and, booze anymore. <laughs> you know, and as I think about it, like, maybe part of the reason it was... Hard to enforce because you have like two beat cops. Yep. You got like twenty people, yep. and the cops come and they're just like, ah, fuck this, and they yep. scatter. Yep. But now you have a name and exactly. a face, and I think, they can I think, come I get you. I think you're dead on there. Yeah. So the first group was the Chain Gang, and they were established in 1840, and then the Golden Crown was formed in 1876, and their crosstown rivals, the Silver Crown, was formed in 1877. Like the like the Jets and the Sharks. Exactly. Yeah. And yep. just out here. Yep. Just just getting it. Getting it on. Mm-hmm. Try to fuck. The sexual uh, <laughs> ten- The most sexual tension in that movie was between Tony and 
Fuck, what's the other guy's name? I I don't remember. God damn it. Yeah. But it became more of an accepted part of, of, of the city culture, and it eventually yeah. became awarded in a way, right? They, they gave out awards. Yeah, so they, it was city-sanctioned cash prizes for the best performances. Yeah. And what a smart way to get people to behave. Yeah. Just give them fucking money. Don't fuck around, or I'll give you give you a little something. something. I don't know. Yeah. How, did you ever find out how much they gave? Or? Uh, no. Sure it wasn't I, a crazy amount. I but. don't think it was insubstantial, but I don't think it was like... Like you said, a crazy amount. It was mm. enough to keep them enticed to stay well-behaved. Mm. Within reason, I'm sure. So, the parade's theme song, Oh Dem Golden Slippers, was written by James A. Bland. Uh, he's an African-American musician and songwriter, and it was introduced to the parade in 1903. And here we get some problematic stuff. Yeah, this is when we start getting into problematic stuff is right. Um, this was not the only aspect of the parade that was co-opted from Southern plantation life. As the cakewalk, which was a dance developed by African Americans on southern plantations to celebrate the Emancipation Proclamation, was also appropriated and renamed the Mummer Strut or Two Street Strut. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you look at cakewalks as well as a little bit of a side, it, yeah. those became uh, more of a um, something that the plantation owners would use yeah. to hold competitions, yep. you know, for for their slaves and and. Yeah, it, it yeah, was and, something that yeah. was it was celebratory, and then it, yeah, co-opted again down there, and it became co-opted in the north as well. Yeah, and uh, in, in different forms, more of a minstrel type of deal. Right. Yeah, absolutely a minstrel type, uh, which is its own sordid history. Yeah, but well, and we'll touch on that a little bit later too. But uh, there was there was more music. Like you, you just mentioned yeah. a couple of songs, so music became more so music thing, right? became more a part of it. Um, the first string band, Trilby, was organized in eighteen ninety eight. And the first official parade was on January 1st, 1901. And Trilby actually joined the parade in 1902. The parade has only been canceled twice. Hmm. The first time was in 1919 in the aftermath of World War One. Like, not a huge shock. Yeah. It's kind of kind of rough time. The second was in 1934 due to the Great Depression, and there was no prize money. Yeah. Hmm. Which is funny because it went through what the, the other world wars. The other world war, yeah, and, it got through it, which is kind of surprising. Yeah, but we and even even now money's an issue, and we'll we'll get yeah. to that later as well too. But as more immigrant groups came to Philadelphia, they became more involved with Mummer's traditions. White immigrants, yes, yeah, you're right, yep, yep. you're right, but, yeah, very much, very much white immigrants. Many Irish immigrants and Irish Americans from South Philadelphia became involved with the parade, as well as Italian immigrants and Italian Americans, and they became more active in the post World War II years, right. And South Philadelphia actually remains like the most important center for Mummers traditions and Mummers members. The museum's down there. Yeah. On yep. 2nd Street. Yep. As of 2008, the parade cost the city over $1 million each year, including $750,000 for police and parade services and $360,000 in prize money. Yeah. So that $360,000 is a lot more than I expected. It's a lot of fucking money. Yep. I was like, oh. But in 2008, the financial crisis came down, I'm sure. All of us remember it. Yep. It was not great. Mm. And it led the city to propose multiple cost-saving measures, which, yeah, makes sense. Yep. And this included scaling back parade operation costs. They started offering $300,000 for the 2009 parade, and then in 2010, nothing. Like, there was no so prize we, money. the masses off. Yep. Off, off the prize money. 360000 to 300000 to nothing. Yeah. Really? What a ween. That's quite a ween. <laughs> not, no words I've never heard. Well, so that was three hundred thousand for the for the uh, for the parade. Was that in terms of the prize money or just the parade in general? 
That was for the prize money. Okay, because I was gonna say because that would be really dangerous if they kept cutting the police. Yeah, no, no, no. That was yeah. for the for the prize money. Yeah. So after the city stopped funding the parade, they did stop like altogether funding it mm-hmm. after a while. Uh, the Mummers created the Save the Mummers Fund, and this was to help cover additional city fees, including paying expenses for police and sanitation services. Which honestly, like, okay. Yeah. Though I will say, we're gonna get into how costumes are problematic. Mm-hmm. They do make them all themselves. Yeah, it's more of a cottage industry type of thing. Yeah, and it, I know they spend like hundreds of thousands of dollars on these costumes. They're pretty impressive. They're very impressive. If, if you've never seen a mummer, just think of... Just go find them on YouTube. Yeah, just look, look them up. But just imagine like a Cirque du Soleil thing or, or just a circus well, costume. Like Mardi Gras in New Orleans is... Mardi Gras is probably the, the closest thing. Probably yeah. the closest. Just look, hell, look up Jason Kelsey and the Eagles. <laughs> it's just, yeah. I'll just look that, Google that. Yeah. You'll, you'll yeah. see what, you'll see what that mummer's like. costume. But I would I would give them a Google to see because it used to be televised. Mm-hmm. Or still is, actually. I think it still is, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I've seen like a couple just because, again, clowns. But <laughs> freak me out. God, man. Such a weenie. Yeah, not a weenie. People have, it's, weenie it's a, Junior. It's a thing, man. It's a thing. So just, just like in every... In in every kind of business or, or any kind of event, you see the number one way of market things, sponsorship. Yep. And it's really funny we to see. <laughs> it's really fun. Yeah, we would love that. But it's really funny to see something historically known as a Philly tradition right. being called the Southwest Airlines Mummers Parade. Right. Or Hilarious. the Sugar House Casino Mummers Parade. I mean, at least Sugar House is here. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Southwest, I was kind of like, what the fuck? Yeah, there, there really isn't much... I mean, I guess you, if you go with an airline, you probably go with American, I guess, because that's, that's yeah. they have a Philly hub. But right. And regardless, I mean, so this is a more recent thing. But that, yeah. the, the Sugar House is back in 2012. I didn't, I didn't see the date for the uh, for the, for the Southwest. It was like but, 2011 or 2010. Yeah. But still, that, that's that's become the trend for, yeah, for funding to go get a sponsor, which you know it makes sense. In September of '09, the Bacon Brothers musical duo, yeah. Michael and Kevin. Of of of, of Philadelphia, fo- of Footloose fame, of Footloose fame, Kevin of Kira Sedgwick marriage fame. <laughs> you don't like Kevin Bacon? Oh no, Kevin Bacon's great. But he, Kim, Kim Bacon has this face where he's perfect for a villain character or a, or a, yeah or a, um, a a protagonist. It's so he's he has that really rare ability to do both. And yeah, I just, yeah, it's yeah. just really funny that it's Kevin Bacon trying to save the mummers. Great you know, for him. You no, know, he's yeah. a great villain in. X-Men First Class. Yes, yes. That's my first thought. Yeah. Somehow. Not so footloose, fucking good not, as Sebastian Stan. Yep, yep. That was that. Or Seba- Sebastian Stan. That's uh, the guy who plays Bucky. Yep. Winter Soldier. Sebastian Shaw. Yep. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, sorry. It's Kevin Bacon coming here to save yep. to save their bacon. Oh, yep, yep. they pulled their bacon out yep. of the fire. Yep, yep. Uh, mm-hmm. There's too many puns there. Yeah, but tell me more about, but, tell me more about the Bacon Brothers. They're from the Philly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, they're musical stars, and Kevin's a movie star married to his third, second or third cousin. Did you know that? Uh, do we, do we, is this enough for a separate episode, or should we... I mean, like, I, we'll probably do an episode on Kevin Bacon at some point, I guess, right? I don't yeah, know. Maybe. Kira Sedgwick is his cousin. That's hilarious. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, Oof. Yeah. Try to keep those bacon jeans That's why you line, can play right? Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. Okay. You ever play that game? No. Is you never played six, six Degrees of Kevin Bacon? Six Degrees. Everybody in Hollywood is connected to Kevin Bacon somehow. Well, that's that's everyone. That's the same. No, no, no. Six Degrees six of Separation, separation is, everyone. Is, is, yeah, but Kevin Bacon is, like, Everyone in Hollywood. I have to look that up. That's hilarious to me. But they recorded a special version of their song New Year's Day. 
with members of the All-Star String Band, one of the string bands, obviously. Right. And proceeds from the CD sales went to Save the Mummers Fund. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also performed a benefit concert for the parade in December of 2009. So they must like it. Yeah. Yeah, they must be big well, fans. It's, it's, it's a big tradition. So let's get into a little more detail on some of the... Some of the um, yeah, some of the parts actual, of, yeah. the, of, of the of the members parade. So they're lay that shit on me. They're splitting. lay it on me. Yep, I'll, lay it on me I'll, now. I'll, I'll lay it Do on it. Like, you talk. Like, you talk now. Like, it's your turn like to talk. Pavement. Like I'll lay some pavement. So it's divided into five separate divisions, right. and one of them, well, two of them are very similar. Uh, and frankly, I don't know why they're separated. But so the original division uh, are called the comics. Mm-hmm. And they are; these are really highly influenced from the from the European members, right? And they're made up in the three clubs: the the Good Timers, the Landy, and the Murray. And they they have really elaborate costumes, and they yeah. have props, and they'll they'll tend to poke fun at politics and pop culture. L- last year, I think it was, where they had a, they had a big uh, sign that was um, directed to Jim Kenny that was um, um, make uh, like Mum America Great Again or something, something like that. Yeah, yeah. so. Uh, Basically, just asking for more funding from the city. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the kind of angle they're trying to push. They're, they're really kind of more more of the um, the, the festival type deal where they make fun of the, the, right. the politics of, of the time. And the other side of that is uh, they also tend to be kind of the center of a lot of the controversy too. And yeah. You know, when, in terms of in terms of the different blackface and, and appropriate different cultures. Yeah. But yeah, that, that's 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 the general idea of what the comic is think of like uh, like a some troublemaker coming in and trying to make you laugh right that's the whole goal there is also the wench brigade and they're they're the most recent division that was added to the mummers parade Mm -hmm. and they're considered more of an offshoot of the comic division right uh it's it's, you know still very highly costumed and they're about 100 costume members of, of this division and they wear dress and bloomers. Yeah. You know, it's more of they're, they're kind of dress in like like in drag in yeah. a way, and you know they they paint they also paint their faces and and they're they're also pretty problematic in regards to that. Yeah, um, it's real. It's not great. And one it's of the one, bad. one of their one of the other trademarks, which is nicer, <laughs> is uh, they they have umbrellas and they decorate umbrellas. Right. Which um, I yeah I've seen that. And they there's also a lot of issues with LGBTQ plus. Um, you know, they right, they, well, they, so they don't have a net. They have a more. They don't really embrace it as much as kind of trying to make it, fun of it. I was gonna say and it's parodying it. It's parody. Thank you. That's the word. And that's the historical problem with the Mars Parade right. anyway, because a lot of the comics would have this this problem before the well, Wench Brigade came. They punch in. down. They do. Yeah. Yeah. They, they punch do. down, and they it's do. and it's easy to see why because they were. It's a lot of it's working class, right? People and and they stayed a working class throughout. And when you're the working class, you punch down usually mm-hmm. instead of punching up because you're afraid of what the people up are going to do. Yeah, exactly. So you, you, the marginalized people in society are yeah. easy targets for right. other marginalized people in society. I have uh, a rule for my comedy: never punch down. Yep, that's that's us. That's our. That's that's. I'll punch down. I'll punch down on 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 you, Bill. Punch, I mean, I don't count. Punch, punch. Everybody punches down on me. I'm at the bottom. I love you, Bill. Uh, so they were traditionally, and they are traditionally accompanied by a live brass band. Some of these other groups are accompanied right. by just recorded recordings. Uh, and some of these clubs include uh, Bryson, Froggy Car, uh, Oregon, Pirates, and uh, Saints. And it Sounds like a damn sports league. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Excuse Especially me. Froggy Car. 
Fro- yeah, Froggy Car is a great one, and you can you can definitely see the Irish yeah. influence on these names. Yeah, for sure. I mean, one here you have is O'Malley. Yeah, O'Malley is one of them. Yep. So we'll go into the uh, the fancies, and this is different from a later one called the Fancy Brigade. They're different, right? Okay. Which, which I, again, they should be one, but uh, they their whole mission, and this is from their from the Mummers website actually. Their mission is to bring dazzling displays of color, form, and texture to life through presentations of costumes, floats, and uh, and frame suits, which are floats, I guess mm. they they call floats. Based in South Philly, and they have four clubs. They they had four clubs. Now there's really only one club called the Golden Sunrise Club. Okay. It's made of about 60 to 70 individuals, depending on uh, right. on the event that they're doing. And uh, they also have a separate juvenile club for the fancies. Uh, we could literally call it the juvenile club for kids up to 12 years old. And they're and I you know I may as well just talk about the Fancy Brigade at this point because they're they basically just an offshoot of that. Okay. Uh, so the Fancy Brigade they formed in the 40s. And they started off as a, as part of the fans, but then they broke off in their own brigade. And they're they're a little more competitive in how in how they in how they do their presentations mm-hmm. within the within their own within their own association. So they're made of eleven clubs, and they're all part of a fancy brigade association, which allows them to have one voice uh, okay. in regards to um, in, in regards to the overall parade. Right. And the club includes Second Street Shooters, Jokers, Shooting Stars, and Vikings. And they're all themed. So all these different groups are themed. So the Vikings obviously will dress like Vikings. Yeah. And uh, Jokers will dress like Jokers. Horned but, helmets, which is wrong. Yeah. Like, like yeah. Tell me more about about the horned horns. Horned helmets being wrong. I mean, like... They're just wrong. They're wrong. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's historically wrong. Like, the only time that horned helmets like that were worn were for ceremonial... Uh, situations where... You wouldn't wear it out the battle, though. No, it's heavy. Yeah, yeah, How yeah, the fuck yeah, would you... Yeah, like, like your a triceratops. Yeah, it's dumb. So the... The Vikings the, weren't stupid. That's why they conquered so many fucking places. That's right. So the Fancy Brigades... One of the, one of the um, biggest differences between this brigade and the other brigades is they would have their own competitions separate from the parade itself. So they would right. have... Okay. So they go to the PA Convention Center... Uh, it's, so 1979 was actually the first year they did this, but they would have, uh, they would just basically be based out of there and they wouldn't, mm-hmm. they wouldn't march. So they would have their competition there and they would allow for more intricate sets that right. didn't have to be, uh, be held at the whim of the, of the weather. Right. Like you they know? could really go nuts. They could really go nuts. They could really go organized. Be think think like a marching band. Yeah, exactly. And you have better sound control and better right. all that. And then you didn't have to march. You could just do it. There yeah. and, and then and then and then chill out. Go and then, again, there were eleven clubs, so there's a lot of there's a lot of things to go through, and that would start off in, in the morning as well. So interestingly enough, they returned to the parade back in 2011. Yeah. So this is really neat. They actually do both at the same time. So they would they'll do the go march out and then they'll come in. Exactly. They would do the march in the morning, and the the march would end around midday or so. Yeah, around that. And then they would go back to to the PA Convention Center, and they would just do their do their sets there. And and I. Pretty sure it's a donation base to get into there. Mm-hmm. I'm not 100 sure, but you, I, I you, you need you need to get tickets. But it's donation based to the fund, and you would enjoy them on the in uh, in the weather controlled weather controlled PA convention center, which is yeah. great. And let's go to the string bands, which is the last uh, the last division. So unlike the other string, unless unlike the other divisions, they they use pre recorded music or a live band separately. Mm-hmm. They themselves play their own music right. while while they're doing their sets. And sometimes they'll even play their own original pieces. 
there's um, a wide variety in the instruments they use, which creates so, a pretty unique sound as well. These are the groups that would come to Manio. The these, string bands. yeah, the string bands. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, so you, ah, okay. and they they still have pretty elaborate costumes as well too. And they yeah. still, you know, so so basically they all have the same elements, just some are more emphasized than others. Right. Well, they're that's the big. Difference. They specialize in something. Thank you. Specialize is a great way to put it. They they have uh, they have the same glitz and glam, right? But they really focus on the musical number and the different different uh, choreography that comes with that. Did I mention they have uh, a bit of a of a variety in terms of what they play? So they have saxophones, banjos, accordions, uh, violins. They also have fiddles as well too, mm-hmm. and then drums, and even a glockenspiel, which is pretty pretty interesting. Neat. Uh, but another really key. Uh, thing to think about is they aren't professional musicians and they aren't oh, allowed to be professional. Yeah, they're just people who play. They're just people who play, and they're highly choreographed. Um, and they, they, and it was really interesting. They made a really big point of it that they're not professional musicians. Yeah. So they really put a lot of their a lot of hours into doing this. And some cl- some clubs include uh, Avalon, Duffy, Quaker City, uh, Greater Kensington. Yeah, these are these are the uh, these are the the heart and soul of the, right. the music. So when they would come to the Maniac Mar- Mardi Gras Mummers, they would call it. They would do their parade, and we'd all get hammered and, and drink. Right. And then they would go to different bars around the neighborhood, and you can go like hang out with them. They'll play, and then they'll like That's drink cool. with you. It was, it was always fun. So they'll play in the bars too. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, they'll come in and play a bit. I remember one year we were standing out front drinking. I just kept handing my keys to people because I got a keg for the kegerator. I was like, go fill up. <laughs> that's hilarious. I mean, people I knew. Yeah, yeah, but that's still hilarious. Though. I was like, yeah, go fill up. Bring me. Here, wait. Chug it real quick. Bring me one, too. <laughs> 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 a little later, Ernie comes down. Bill, we kicked the keg. I was like, do we have more beer? He's like, oh, yeah. And I was like, then we're, we're fucking golden, Ernie. <laughs> it's it's a shame they stopped doing that. It's a real uh, yeah, shame. I'm yeah, I'm bummed about, about it. I would also. love to join you on that one of those. Like, it's, it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. Um, but... Maybe we'll go down to Cherry Street. Yeah. I, can, I mean, I maybe I'll new, get over my fear of clowns. I hear the new pier space is amazing, so. Fucking clowns. As long as I can Bruh, coordinate. If you not... just let a clown fuck you once, just let it peg you once, you, you've got to get over that fear. Oh, God. Just let it stick a stick up your ass. So, <laughs> so let's get into the, the parade route. It's, oh, God. God, God. All right, Bill. Bill, enough of the slapping sounds. Really, it's the new year. We, we have to start afresh. With new year, slap- new me? New year, new us. We're doing new, no sex jokes in the new. We're year? doing a lot of sex. Jokes. Yeah, I was going to say. So let's sex talk about funny. the let's talk about the parade route itself. Uh, it used to travel north along. You should let the clown crawl inside your mouth and possess oh, God, you Bill, and wear you as a skin it. suit. Fuck, dude, stop it, man. No, we'll stare out of your eyes at the no, same time, no. and you'll it'll just live inside you. It'd be a little 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 voice in your head. Don't turn your back on me. Wait, shit, that's not the. Net lyrics to that song. So, so the uh, the parade used to travel north along Broad Street, um, and in '95 it was moved to Market Street because yeah. there was a lot of construction going on for the, for the Avenue of the Arts, which is really nice. Yeah. I love it down there. I do too. I do too. And but they, they had to shift it over, which is yeah. neat thing about like historical parades being moved. It's, I, 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 I always think it's kind of neat, like uh, like because people freak out. They're like, "What do you mean they're moving the parade route?" But yeah. you're like. It's really not that, like that big a deal. Nah, it really isn't. And then from ninety six ninety nine, they it returned to Broad Street, but then went to Market in two thousand, and then yeah. back to Broad in two thousand four. So they, <laughs> yeah, they were a lot just of like movement. bouncing back and forth. A lot of movement there, which is pretty cool. I mean, variety is neat. Too. Yeah, it's good, and like they're both big causeways, so yeah. it's not yeah. an issue either way, really. Yeah, and and they're picturesque in their own different ways, for sure. Uh, so the parade generally a championship parade on each one now. Phil Novin. Oh, they went to Market yeah, Street. Yeah, he was on Broad. I watched it on the television. Yeah, I was yeah. there. 
Yeah, good, good job, Bill. How did Temple lose their bowl game that bad? They were they were up Dude, at the half. Dude, bro, I was trying not to, but because I thought they were gonna win. I like I yeah. checked the score. Well, I checked the score on my phone, and I was like, oh, "That's cool." And then and then Lee texted me because I because I had work and I forgot about it. Yeah. And he texted me, he was like, "Whoa, let me check the score." Yeah, good good job, yeah, Terry. It was, it was rough. Terry and White. Yeah. Well, sorry, bud. Yeah, it's fine. Whatever. Go yeah. birds. Go birds. We're recording this before the uh, Sunday, so who knows how this turns <sighs> out? They're gonna beat Washington. Yeah, but it's all about it's but, all about what happens. Is Chicago gonna Vikings. beat Minnesota? Yeah, well, let's hope so. I believe that we will win. I believe that we will win as well. So the parade generally begins mid-morning, and right. it usually ends before noon. And there's there are different events, uh, including uh, the the uh, they're all they're all judges as well, including right. struts, which include weaving, comical dance, and and walks with with pumping arms. It, it's marches. And, it's yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of in that cakewalk tradition that we yeah. talked about, taken from that. Yeah, good old minstrel stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, they those those judged events last in the afternoon. Yeah. And uh, and again, they also have the uh, in the in the convention center, uh, Mummers right. Fest as well, which I'll talk about yeah. in a second. <clears throat> it's starting me. in the morning is definitely an excuse to get, get the drink on. All day. Get the drink on, yeah. You can't drink all day if you don't start yeah. in the morning. Well, and, and I always forget about this, but it's, this is New Year's Day, so right, you, you've got a long night before you, and right. then you're probably a little little hungover just, or still drunk. You drink it away, and you drink it away, and it's that's and uh, I mean. I hope you get the day off the next day off from work, but a lot of people, I, lot of people don't. I don't. That's I why don't, I don't so go down. Like. It's a little hardcore. <laughs> but yeah, there's so there's a, there's a festival leading up to the parade every yeah. year called Mummers Fest, and this this uh, this allows the fans of, of the parade to tour the PA Convention Center and watch the fancy brigades, you know, build up their props and mm-hmm. do their own practices. Um, before the actual parade event, so this is just watching like the, their dress up, the warm up, yeah. the rehearsal, warm up, practicing, yeah. and, and there's also tubas. Yep, the tuba tuba play. Yep, and they would have. Uh, there's also the two street parade, which uh, there are there are a lot of clubhouses on Second Street, yeah. South Second Street, and which is why they call it Two Street, which is adorable, and. Uh, so a lot of people will party there, and it's, it's between you know Second and, and Mifflin Street. And there's a lot of bars and, and sidewalks and, and clubhouses that are just crowded with mummers and, right. and their different fans that want to basically do a, a, an unofficial secondary parade. Yeah. And just, again, keep on partying. So in 2009, the city uh, refused to pay for any post-parade celebrations on 2nd Street or on 2 Street, as they say. Uh, but Bob Brady, uh, the, the rep, uh, actually mm-hmm. helped secure funding for the event right before it actually yeah, happened. So swung in in the eleventh hour. Yeah, to help help those drunken mummers enjoy their times. <laughs> so we, we've we've alluded to a lot of a lot of a lot of fun stuff, but a lot of, a lot of controversy as well. Too. Right. Let's get into Skipping the controversial stuff more here. Yeah. So we, we talk about a lot of the issues with racism, also issues with sexism too. Yeah, and for it, sure. And, and obviously all anti LGBTQ sentiments. Uh, majority of the parade, the participants and even the viewers are, are white yeah, people. It's, and, and it's very much a white dominated. Yeah. Event. And there was an article in Philly Mag back in 20, 2017, actually, about how it should be. And I thought this was a little, pretty harsh words, but it was, it should really be called the, the, the White Heritage Parade, which is hilarious. Dude, they're but not like. They're not 100% wrong because wrong, you, you would have. You would have different performances done that would mimic, or um, you know, they would play Latin music, right? Yeah. And they would have Latin dance, or they would, they would play. But, it, but it's all white people. It's all white people, you know, and, and they would play different. And white men specifically. White men, yeah, and yep. 
It wasn't always the case, though, in terms of in terms of the whiteness. I mean, so in 1980, I'm sorry, in 1866, there was an all African American club. Right. And they had 300 members in the 1906 parade. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. That's that's a good sizable portion. Uh, but there were there was a lot of issues. So you know, there's prize money involved, right? Right. And so that's a good incentive to put out your best and 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 and, and rehearse and put a lot of effort in what you do. But it was. They were systematically discriminated against by the judges, and they were consistently placed last. Yep. And there was the uh, the Octavius uh, Cato uh, Cato Club, which was named after a uh, famous Philly educator and a civil rights activist. Yep. And they they withdrew because they received last place to pray in 1929, and they, they consistently received last yeah. place. So they just they just they withdrew. Just, and, and they were the last. They weren't lovers anymore. They were, they were the last all African American group. Yeah, 1929, and they were they were just gone. And they had, uh, they had, they had uh, the comics punk brigade that I mentioned before. Right. And they would have brass bands that would accompany them that would include black music- musicians, but they wouldn't dress in costume. They weren't really right. viewed as mummers. They were just viewed as musicians that were accompanying them. Right. And they viewed themselves as separate too. Like they didn't really want to. They didn't want to become them. Yeah. yeah. They didn't even want to become them because it became so problematic. And by uh, nineteen sixty four, there was only one African American mummer. Remaining, it was uh, Willis uh, Fooling, I think. Fooling, I think Fuling, it's pronounced. Yeah. yeah, and uh, and I mean, there's a lot of reasons why he wouldn't want to be associated well, with yeah. him. When, when you have when you have basically a huge minstrel celebration, sure, yeah, making fun of everything that is your culture, like yeah, fuck it's, that. It's, I wouldn't want to do that either. And so interesting enough, so with blackface in 1964, it was officially banned. Right. So they couldn't actually do it. And I, I really interesting. If you Google it, you can find an actual article from from 64. From 64, from I think the New York Times, made, I'm pretty sure New York Times, mm. but it, it, it was a pretty lengthy piece about how in 1964 there were no issues going on because there were a lot of protests. Yeah. There were a lot of protests going on um, during this time because in 1964, this is the height of the uh, civil rights movement. Civil rights movement. And there were different ways to get around this ban. <laughs> so yeah. you would you would basically, you would violate the spirit of the band, but you would still adhere to the law of the band. Right. So you would, instead of wearing blackface, you'd wear dark purple. Yep. So you'd do the dances, but you wouldn't have any face paint on. So you still right. do you're the still same actions, it. and yeah, it's just, the same yeah. problem. You, you can still see it now. <laughs> you still see oh, it. You see, you, sure. you see, so in that uh, Philly Mag article, there was a, a, an anecdote about someone wearing a, a big afro, and wearing yeah. green green face paint, you know, like and we know what you're trying to hide, you know. And if like, you're still doing doing the minstrel dances, and you with it's the same, yeah. Neg- and this was 2017, you know. I mean, that was right. that was that was really recent, and I'm sure we're gonna see it again. Oh, know, it's, and it's gonna be happening up next a, week oh, or today. Or, if you're or today, to yeah. Sorry. Uh, and whenever you're listening to it, it will happen on January 1st, 2019. Exactly, and. To go into the the other side of an, an, another negative aspect of it in terms of sexism, you you couldn't you didn't have women there for a long long time until the until the seventies. So again, this was from the mid mid eighteen hundreds up to the nineteen seventies. You didn't have women that's, be part of it at all. Uh, it's, that's like it's, bars bars that are stag bars. Like fuck that. That's bullshit. That's yeah, dumb. Yeah. There's one in Northumberland or in Sunbury. Women can't go in except one day a week. And I'm like, what the fuck's like? Yeah, there's, there's, there's like there's like me? golf clubs and stuff too that you always yeah stupid. Fucking it, assholes. Yeah, and, it, and so you would have you'd have female roles that were played by men, and they were clearly 
making fun of these of these of women. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> That's they're, the thing. They're dressed so, in drag. And so it's not like it's even it's not like it's even like in Shakespeare where you would where you would just play the role. Right. You it's would, clearly making fun of them. Exactly. And that's that's a it's problem. A so on the bright side, there's some cool stuff too. So in 2007, yeah. there there was a uh, a new traditional. Uh, I'm sorry, a less traditional club that joined called yeah. the Spiral Cube Puppet Theaters, West Philadelphia Mummers Mummers Brigade, and they uh, they're LGBTQ friendly. There's yeah. a lot more diversity in the group, uh, but that's just one group. Right, <laughs> it's just one group. I mean, there's a couple other less traditional ones that joined, but it's not many. It's not many. And that's the most notable of them. Yeah, and um, uh, so. You're basically just just in a sea of 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 whiteness, really. When yeah. you're when you're watching it, I'm gonna go on a controversial thing and say blackface is bad. Don't fucking do that. Yeah, don't yeah, be racist. Yeah, don't be yeah. anti LGBTQ plus. Don't be anti women. Like, yeah. yep. I I enjoy. It's it's fuck because I do like I get like getting drunk in the street and watching string bands. That's yeah. great. That's really fun. Yep. I fucking hate the other side of it. Yeah. I hate that side. And if they could just remove that, it's not that fucking difficult to remove. To just not be racist, mm-hmm. not be shitty, mm-hmm. don't be prejudiced. And a lot of people will will point to it being just tradition, but that's a not good hey, tradition. <laughs> you know, like, lynching was fucking tradition in the South too. Yeah, doesn't mean it sh- yep. should continue. Slavery was a tradition. Doesn't mean it should yep. continue. Like fuck yep. that. Exactly. Putting something behind the especially vin- northern veneer like of tradition. Too. Yeah, it's, just, it's weird. Yeah. Philly has a rough history with racism. But we're though. not Boston, though. We're not Boston. We're bad at Boston, but yeah. It, but it's... Philly, being on the border with southern states, it has its own rough yeah. parts. Members are weird. Members is weird. I just think it, they're weird. and it, just It's a yeah. convoluted legacy for sure. Mm-hmm. Where it's something that's... I mean, coming even deep in the past, like... When you go way back to the Scandinavians... Mostly harmless, really. Mm-hmm. Or it is harmless. They're just going, they're just door going to door drinking, door, drinking and enjoying their time. Yeah, and then it starts to get a little more rowdy. It becomes a vehicle for for ideology, in a way. Well, yeah, it has become. Yeah. I, th- I think in the late eighteen, mid to late eighteen hundreds. Yes. Because um, before that, it was mainly like, let's just blow off steam. Mm-hmm. We're going to shoot our guns. We're going to drink. Like it's made probably a little dangerous, but I don't. I think it was more riotous at that point. Mm-hmm. And then when it becomes co-opted by the city, that's when it becomes a vehicle for ideology. Yeah. So they were trying to make it less dangerous, but also city-sanctioned racism. Yeah. Yeah, and awarded with with cash. Yeah. Money. Well, you know, if you enjoy them, enjoy them. Just be just just. My, I guess a good message to think about is think about it. Yeah. When you see it, to think about it. And and it makes you feel uncomfortable. It's probably there it's probably makes you come from for a reason. reason yeah and that's something i think we've been trying to hammer home lately mm. to engage with things on multiple levels mm. you can recognize that something has value but that it needs to be questioned yeah um yep not i'm not saying throw them away right at all same i hate clowns so i maybe i am saying throw them away fuck them but i i've had great times with mummers parades it yeah. doesn't mean that there aren't really really problematic issues with them and that we can't evaluate how it can be fixed mm. and set things and, you know, try to get things fixed. Yeah. I just, just, just keep an eye on it. But I think that about does it for our, our first episode of 2019, right? Yeah. Um, sorry. It's, weird, it's, kind it's a weird of thing a, to think about, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Sorry. It was like kind of fun, but also kind of not. Yeah. Well, it's, 
That's that's the event though when you think about it. That's true. It's just, I it's, I can't tell you how many people I know who have been like as who've gone to the Mars Fair. I'm like, did you have fun? They're like, uh, yeah. I'm real hungover. Yeah. I don't, I don't well, even, all right, even on that basis alone, just take take away all the all the actual issues about the parade. Just the whole concept of just drinking from early in the morning to late afternoon. Yeah. On the day after you've been drinking already right. a lot. I just feel queasy. <laughs> I'm a little wimp. Maybe it's just getting older. I mean, uh, maybe maybe if I was younger and in, in, in my college prime, I for sure have done it in the or, past or underage. I probably could do it, but I probably could still do it. But I'd say I get like a two day hangover now. Mm-hmm. I mean, if the Eagles win again, I'll probably Gosh, do it. I'll again. be. I'll do it again. I'll but, be a mess if the Eagles win again. Um, yeah. Well, that, that I think that about does it. So, do we have any? What's our what's our town name? What's our, what's our lovely town name? It's Honeypot. Honey Pot again? So there's Honey Hole, oh, which was man. last week. Yeah, which I loved. This is Honey Pot. Mm. This is also located in Luzerne County. And it's got its name from wild honeybees being at that location. Yeah, so it's this, basically just part two electric boogaloo of that? Pretty much. Wow. You want me to make sure of it? Uh, yeah, where where is that thing? Is it, is, a Luzerne, is it close to Honey Hole? <laughs> I yeah, I think so. So Honey, honey Hole it's was... It's in Nanticoke. So Honey Hole was a fishing thing, right? So Honey Pot is just a bee thing. Oh, it has its own like history page and everything. Wow, look at that! The most well, it's one of the most remarkable. The Honey Pot section of Nanticoke is one of the most remarkable hidden villages in the Wyoming Valley. Bill's doing uh, air quotes. According to lore, the residential settlement derives its name from the abundance of wild bees that grew in the northwest corner of Nanticoke in 1894. Also, vaginas. Well, yeah, obviously, just vaginas. Yep, holes. Yep, honey hole. I can't believe that's the uh, nanocokehistory.org. Honey hole was amazing. That's probably my favorite that we've ever heard. Honey pot to me just feels like it's bad cousin. It's not good enough. It's not good enough. I had multiple thoughts when I thought of bad cousin. Oh God. Oh geez. Oh man. Oh geez. Oh geez. Fuck. All right. Well, maybe yeah, cut me off before. Yeah, I... I'm glad I cut you off there. Makes uh, me think of Winnie the Pooh Bear. We have some weird, weird names, man. Just think PA? About, yeah, it's just oh yeah, f- fantastic. I wonder if other states can compete with us. Probably, some of them. I don't know, man. PA's old. PA's really old. I just can't imagine Delaware having anywhere near the good, good stuff. They've got, They've got Newark. No, no, no. There's some right, good did ones. Did I say in Delaware. it wrong? Newark. I think, I think they say it different than the one in Jersey. I think it's pronounced different. Probably. They got Dover. Yep, close to There's Dover. Beaches, Delaware. Beaches, Delaware? It's just the the name of the town is Beaches. Pretty solid. Pretty solid. Yeah, yeah, I'll take it. There's Dragon Run. Well, you know, we're not... Bear, Delaware. You know, we're not, Bill. Delaware? We're not a Delaware podcast. You're right. Fuck Delaware. Oh, no. We have it's listeners. Cute, we have listeners we do in have Delaware. De- yeah, yeah, whatever. I love you, I guess. Yeah, you dick. They're basically just like our... Uh, <laughs> Our outpost, our Pennsylvania outpost. Well, our, to be fair, our auxiliary. They stole three counties from Pennsylvania. Mm. That's an episode we need to do. Yes, yes, it is. I don't know much about that, but we'll we'll talk very about interesting. That, I guess. So please, you know, spread spread the word if you uh, if you enjoy the podcast. I think all of your New Year's resolutions should be to spread the word of the Uncommonwealth yeah. Podcast. Do you have a New Year's resolution, Bill? To spread the word of the Uncommonwealth Podcast. I guess I'll be mine, too. <laughs> that and lose 20 pounds, I guess. Yeah, that's always one of mine. And then I'm like, nah, I love food and beer. And then it just gains. Then it's like... I drank a bottle of wine last night, and it was great. Nice. Well, last night, not New Year's Eve. As in... As in December 20... What? 7th? 8th? Nice. Well... It's been a long, short Happy week. New Year to everyone. I, Happy I, New Year. 
I am really glad to be able to share this with everyone on this yeah. lovely day. It was a nice relaxing day. Hope you recover if you've had a pop, if you had a rough hope, one. Hope you pop some bottles. Hope you pop some bottles and pop some antacids and <laughs> some some alka seltzer yeah. and go get a, a uh, nice greasy sandwich yeah. in the morning. Enjoy yourself. Watch watch some bowl games. Watch yeah, watch some bowl games. Watch That's some what bowl I'll be games. Doing. Uh, make sure to uh, find us on iTunes and make sure to find us at wherever you find podcasts. Yep. And send us an email if you have any questions or if you want to that is, a suggestion to everyone. That is uncommonwealthpodcast at gmail.com. We are at uncommonwealthp on Twitter. We are at uncommonwealthpodcast on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, well, I think that about does it for uh, for our lovely first 2019 episode. Yeah. Yeah. We'll try to bring something in. We'll try to bring the funny next time because uh this wasn't i got down thinking about the racism yeah it it's really, hard not to it's yeah hard it really not to. really brought me down it's hard not to i can't make jokes about no that kind no, of shit no but clowns though but clowns oh yeah i just, cringe i you, if you could physically watch me i'm ah, he's, cringe like his halfway face has been fucking twisted off yeah. like a clown's puckered asshole the whole oh, time god well this has been anastas this has been bill the clown nuts oh uh, we've been the uncommon podcast Red noses galore. Oh, yeah.